Drogba in der Mitte, da Schneider, Schneider Merhaba, merhaba, and welcome to episode 47 of the Lion's Den, a Galatasaray podcast done by the community for the community. I'm Emre, and I'll be your host for today. Today, we have quite a bit of news to talk about, some rumors, some good news coming straight out of Galatasaray, and of course, our recent friendly that we had. Uh, but before we get into any of that, I'm going to introduce our co-hosts today, Yasin from New York. How you doing, brother? Yo, yo. Doing good, bro. It's always a nice day when Ember's hosting on the podcast. And surprisingly, Aww. this is when Summit is still here. So first time I think we're going to have Summit and Ember on the pod, but Ember's the one hosting. So that should be a nice little time. Um, but I'm doing good otherwise, man. Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to bring that up. But the king of dad jokes, the dad himself. Summit, how are you doing, bro? Usually the, you're the one that's introducing me, but today the roles are reversed. What's up? I prefer not to speak. Okay, so with that said, we can... Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's going on? How's life? I mean, not that good, honestly, Emre. It's also the reason why I'm not hosting today. It's probably going to be my last time. Um, because, I mean, my work is not being appreciated. So, this is also the reason I wanted ah, you to host. I see. The, the Twitter incident, huh? Nah, yeah. I mean, you you get you can guess guess who it is, but uh, yeah, it's just me and Yasin being mean to me, and uh, yeah, basically. Well, if I'm allowed to, I'd like to start off with uh, that uh, segment. Yeah, you know what? Knock yourself out. Well, let me be the mediator here. All right, we have a lot of news to speak about, so we'll go through that and we'll talk about the Alanya sport and the. Uh, Istanbul Spore friendly. Istanbul Spore, yes. And starting with the first news, I've been busting my nuts, tweeting, giving you quality news right every day. At the same time, it actually comes up. And I'm trying to keep it professional, right? right? So right. lots oh, well. of lots of new followers, lots of new <laughs> tweets, lots of uh lots of respect, lots of likes. And, uh, of course, Yasin on the background, always bitching and complaining, right? Nothing new there. But this time, he actually comes in and deletes my artwork. My artwork. It's like, imagine I'm in a studio. I'm painting a Mona Lisa. And this guy, Yasin, comes in and just throws a bucket of paint over it. That's how it felt like. And, uh, and the tweet... <laughs> the tweet... <laughs> the tweet... <laughs> <laughs> the tweet I'm talking about is, uh, and, and as a listener, look, back me up. Come on. You have to go in our DM DMs, back me up, say Yasin is a meanie, and uh, just, just let us know. But the tweet I'm talking about, you can't see it because it's deleted, unfortunately, yeah? Uh, Give us a description of it. The news was Icardi posted a, a story, yeah? A story of his bed, and on his bed, there was something his wife in this case, uh, and, and she was literally butt naked. But being a professional tweeter, huh, a good admin on the Lion's Den 
um, tweet page. I edited the picture so that the bed was empty. And instead, I put emojis. And I put a You meat. made a PG-13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a meat emoji and a peach emoji to reflect that body, yeah? And I <laughs> thought it was great. And it was picking up. It had like 10 likes. And uh, yeah, dear, oh dear, Mr. Yasin comes in and throws a bucket of paint over my artwork. Yeah. So, okay. And Yasin, Yasin what do you have to say? Yeah. Because you're going to hear probably you, you the rest destroyed- of the year. Samet Nardo Da Vinci's work. What, what do you have to say about that? I mean, so Samet made a request like a minute ago. He's he's reaching out to all our listeners, begging for some sort of affirmation that what he did was fine. And the reason why he's doing that is because there's not a single person in our Lines Den chat group that approved of that tweet. In fact, the tweet that was heavily criticized a day or two before that was Summit, again, shooting the ship, having fun. (laughs) Hey, don't cut me off. I didn't cut you off, right? Sure. So please. He he, he makes a tweet. Of course, you know, Summit, when he makes an argument, Summit picks and chooses what he wants to say. So what he says is always right. He, He ignores context. If you were to just listen to Summit, of course, I'm always guilty, you know, because Summit is painting this Mona Lisa of an argument where he's always right. But the day before that, Summit makes a tweet of three pictures. What was it? Zaniolo, bending like Cardi, and somebody else. And his, his tweet is date, marry, or kill. Like, it's, it's, there's a timing for everything. And I think the timing of such a tweet was very inappropriate and it has nothing I, to do with the topic listen, this is completely different no, I'm, get, I'm, I'm no. getting i'm getting there i'm getting there okay okay you can get there he's but cutting Emre, me off again guess guess, guess who give, gave me the pictures for that tweet okay was there's Emre. a difference oh. between giving you yeah, pictures it's Yasin. yeah oh. okay okay mm. okay again that has nothing to do with what i just said giving you pictures for a tweet is one thing but I did not recommend writing what, I, what you ended up writing in that tweet. Did I? No, I didn't. Okay, so that was a problem. The problem was not the pictures. The problem okay, was what you I'll wrote. Give again, you're, okay, again, I'll you're give changing. You that one. I'll give you that one. That one, I had a few drinks. I was at a sushi bar. I was, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll give you know what's one. funny? So, so, so you wrote a very controversial tweet. And again, nobody was in favor of this. And when you write controversial tweets, I think it's a good idea. And we've been requesting it for some time. If you're not sure, whatever, ask group chat to see if it's an okay tweet. That's that it. one I'm you okay did, with. Yeah, you did, you, So everybody was annoyed. Okay, next day when you write the tweet that you I ended up deleting, it was a matter of, okay, this is enough. There's no need to write such tweets. It's not professional i get it you know we're, we're trying to have fun on our twitter page too but such a dictator the, the dictator it's something you tweet a thousand tweets a day they, people would think that you don't have a job that's how often you tweet and <laughs> listen <laughs> I, I i always appreciate it listen ask emra today ask all the other guys the following weeks i always compliment you on your tweet more than anybody else does in fact what, what? when oh i will 
Okay, He's I'm like, not I got even going to take... I, I, I can pull up receipts shit, anytime. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you only choose to see what you want to see. Anyway, but let's not drag it on. You know, I, I'll get the support in my DMs and I'll show you. Uh, and, and, it, and the funny part is, to all our listeners, I did this, what, like a few days ago. Summit has been crying like a baby about it. Crying? Every baby? No. single day. No. Multiple hours, multiple messages every single day. And he's like, I can't wait to get on the podcast and complain and call you out. Summit, bro, come on, move on, bro. I deleted one tweet of your 50,000 no. tweets. Look, I'm usually not very heavily opinionated on things, but here and this tweet issue, you're going to hear this for the rest of your life. When we're you're old, when we're like 70 years old and we're sitting on a bench watching or reading gala news, I'll remind you of what you did. Speaking of tweets, you know what this reminds me of? Remember that one tweet to our listeners that we had with, um, Emre, what, what's Siva's sports coach? Riza Chalambai? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Riza Chalambai yeah. is like 150 years old and he's still talking about that one ref call against him when we play yeah. side because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't Perfect. forget. Amazing. And then, and then I was like, oh, this, this, this must be a Sivasli thing, just like Riza. Samet is also Sivasla and he's not going to forget about this he's going to remind me a thousand years later even though it's been a hundred thousand tweets later and we've moved on and he's still going to be like yes remember that one day you deleted my tweet and I cried about it forever and I still am I'll be like I'll I'll have like Alzheimer's by then and I'll be like what are you talking about yeah 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 yeah. let's move on I think uh, people had enough of uh, our uh, like look I didn't put my two cents in it Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll just say, like, that first tweet you did do, the, the date, Mary kill, was a little overboard. And, you know, it's funny yeah. when someone in the tweets just immediately know it was your ass that tweeted it, which is hilarious. Like, that's yeah. such a summit tweet. Well, yeah, that's the, not the point of the discussion. It's the other deleted tweet. Anyway. It's the deleted tweet. But, ah, uh-huh. it's like, now it's, now yeah. it's anyway. Now it's anyway. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Yeah, it's yeah, anyway. Yeah. We've, it's, been anyway. Too, it's been 10 minutes. We have to move on. We have to think of the all show. All right, so. all right, all right. Okay, fine. Next episode, we'll uh, have another 10 minutes go at this. <laughs> all right, fair enough. All right. I yeah. think this, this is a little overboard, but anyway. All right, so is. we have a Sorry lot of news listeners. to talk about. We have on today's menu... We well, we just got past the tweet deletion that Yasin did. Um, our man, our front man, Mauro Icardi. There's rumors of him going to AC Milan, Roma, or Inter or Bayern. There's, there's so One many bullshit four. rumors, Eminem. Like Mauro Icardi, Taliska. First of all, Mauro Icardi rumors to AC Milan, Roma, Inter, Bayern, blah blah blah. They're all interested. It's all bullshit. Um, yeah. At the moment, yeah, but do you think he will stay? Like, even if I like checked. those aren't true, I double checked with a few reporters. Yeah, that's what happens. No, when but you tweet I'm not. I'm not talking. That's stuff. not what I'm talking about. That I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. Do you think that Icardi will even stay? Do you think he's happy enough, and that we can convince him to stay? That's what I'm asking. Uh, that's the thing. So the reporters, Italian reporters, I'm speaking to, they said hundred percent focused on Gala and. If I think he will stay or not, it completely depends on if we will be able to pay his salary. I'm sure we'll strike some sort of deal with PSG, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a salary that is kind of, I don't know. And honestly, his lifestyle does worry me a bit because seeing him flying here and there, his kids are like one day in Spain and one day in Argentina. His wife is everywhere in the world. 
So I'm like, okay, do they really want to settle in Turkey or is it just, have they always been like this, even in Italy? Just flying over. I believe so. Time zones everywhere. It's like the world is their house. So if that's the case, I don't One see One thing it. I will say is that they, they won't see the level of comfort they see here in any other country or any club. Like you're not going to see this level of comfort going to Bayern, especially Pro- Bayern. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I see, so I see him staying. All right, hopefully. And Yasin, we have Sasha Bowie contract coming up. Apparently going to be renewed until 2025, a 27 million euro release clause to be added. A two-year extension, possibly till 2027. And his current 480k salary will become 1 million euros. What do you think about this? It's a bit unexpected. Um, I didn't think we would try anything like that. And more so, I didn't think he would consider it just because he's been on the uprise and there's there's known interest from him from many leagues and rightfully so. Uh, that surprises nobody. If, if we can actually get him to sign anything like that, major kudos to our board and even more respect to Sacha for understanding and being professional about it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like he's doing just us a favor and you know giving us a few more years with him we're doubling his salary essentially and you know it's it's hard to say no to that um right if, if anybody can get this salary double today who's going to say no to it the release clause i think is you know not crazy given the way that europe is spending money maybe not in turkey but in europe's top five leagues and that that's not necessarily to say that we'll we'll only accept 27 million either you know we can be like hey look we're going to put this 27 million release clause in case there's a lot of people in- interested. But, but if we'll there's a sell team, you for like 20, basically. We'll sell you for 20 if, you know, there's a team that you really want to go to and it meets the club's interest and so on and so forth. I see no reason why Sacha would not trust our current board. Our, our current board consisting of Dursun Özbek and Erdem Tumor, very nice, respectable people and... They're not going to be the ones that's going to, you know, be a snake on you. They're not going to try and, you know, put the, you know, be selfish in this situation. Unfortunately, we have multiple assets in our hand where we're not going to be crazy, you know, difficult to deal with just over a couple of million euros. You know, fortunately, this is the case that we're in. And I think Sacha has communicated this. And right. I, I hope he does accept that. That'll be huge, man. Like, That'll be crazy. Me and Summit are the Sasha Bowie, you know, leaders of the the fan club. So, so Summit, what do you oh, think, yeah, dude? They bro, this guy when he came from Ren, uh, when he was a nobody at Ren, and he came and like right. you can see the quality for sure. The only thing he misses is scoring goals, and honestly, that's so he's close. Just been so many un- times, yeah, so close, so many times, just been unlucky, and you can really see he's eager to get one. And uh, I don't think it'll take long. It'll come one day. Um, so that's to, fine. To think that we almost sent this kid away on for like less than two mil before the season started. Yeah, no, I never believed in me. that, honestly, because it was so obvious he was such a valuable asset already back then, even though we rated him like a C, but that was because he didn't really play a lot, right? But when he played against Barcelona, if you recall, he was really solid. And at that time, you had also management issues with the guy. So it was a, it was such a difficult time. And, and they're saying, you know, remember that Fatih Terim had like 
um, discussions about the whole situation while he gave some interview uh, details without really mentioning his name. I don't remember right. what he said. Uh, it was like, yeah, one day you buy a player for a million and the next day he wants to go away or something like that. Well, mm-hmm. it seems everything changed. He, every Everyone seems to be damn happy. And for Sasha Boy, I think like I've seen a few pictures and stuff and uh, Gomis, Gomis, man. Buffetimbi Gomis and Berkan Kutlu really uh, took him under his wing and and you could see pictures shared He's by Sasha Boy. He's done that with Boy. multiple people. Gomis is just taking everyone, all the uh, youngins. Yeah, lots of experience, lots of uh, good things he could share with Boy and that's what he thanked him for as well in a few uh, Instagram posts I saw. So Right. Yeah. I, think, uh, every, I think he will stay, by the way, Sasha, for another year, Champions League next year let's hope so let's hope so i'd love to see him play in the champions league man yeah Um, i think his value would go up even more i just wanted to say i think it's crazy to think that we were actually very close to letting him go for just a few million at the beginning of the season when he wasn't even included in the camp Mm -hmm. he was clearly unhappy he wanted to leave and you know we were i think at the time just willing to cut our ways and profit even though if it was just a few mil and move on that's why we bought leo dubois um you know I think he was brought in to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nobody spends a few million on a previously French starting right back for him to be a bench player in a foreign limited league, right? That we're that we're in. So that was <laughs> that was a close one. Um, I, I don't know if we'll ever know the true details of what happened, but. Whatever did happen, thank God he's still here. He's been one of our most consistent, best players. You know, quiet too. You know, he he doesn't complain. He works hard, and he's been goddamn consistent all season long. And that that's that's amazing to see. Yep, our anime boy is really making us proud, and yeah. hopefully he keeps making us proud. And you so, give us some anime updates, man. I know he was watching. <laughs> yeah. Which anime did he watch? The, the damn long he one. Watches, Cowboy Bebop. He watches one piece. No, no, no. No. No? He watches One Piece. Uh. Which has like a thousand plus episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Bowie. I love everything about the guy. But this has been making me very happy and seeing some progress in the club. It's one of many projects that Dursun Ozbek and Erdan Timur was talking about before coming to Galatasaray to make it a debt-free club again. Mm-hmm. So they've been working with a real estate agent called Emlak Kunut Real Estate. And they announced that part of Florida was being sold for $1 billion, uh, $1,171,000,000. This, they bought it for 58 million euros fully. So now they fully own Floria. All the mm. rights. Mm. And so, and they were, they're expecting to sell that and make uh, 10 billion, give or take, in niras, obviously, not euros. Mm. But for a 58 million euro investment, you know, taking that and being able to reverse that and just make a profit on it is huge because it's part of the, the efforts they want to put forward to clean our uh, interests with the banks, right? Mm. What do you guys think about this? Do you think it's too much that we're spending that, oh, it might not be possible? Or do you guys believe that this will actually bring forward something positive in the years coming? I don't know, Yasin, you want to take it first? Sure. I think uh, this is pretty in line and consistent with 
our transfer strategy in a way if you think about it you know sometimes you have to spend big money now to make even bigger money later and this is in line with that this this is in line with future vision you know not just thinking about how we're going to make a couple million here a couple sponsorships there that's not sustainable that's not going to get us out of this debt soon um with with rising interest rates with the tele shrinking year over year month over month we need to do something a little bit more drastic to hopefully be in a better situation long term um and again that that's that's not sometimes as simple as just bringing in new sponsorships and maybe bringing in a couple youth players because they don't always work out you have Adam Tumor now who is not just a businessman but he's somebody who's very familiar with the construction uh industry and that's what this is right he he saw an opportunity where we can spend a little bit of extra money on this land that Gossai owns and is sharing with another company let's buy that out and let's do what i do best with the people that i know and the connections that i have let's let's build apartments and take advantage of the high apartment market you know the the, the prices of these apartments are increasing in istanbul and let's let's cover our debt let's get rid of our debt so we can be free of in the future government debt because every single club in turkey is bound to government debt right now and that unfortunately means that they have us by the balls <laughs> to say it nicely <laughs> yeah um when it comes to making announcements mm. when it comes to saying what we want to say when it comes to being able to make transfers that we want to make we are always having to think in the back of our mind that the government may interrupt in this situation and by getting rid of our debt we can get rid of this lurking you know uh worry so right kudos to Adam Tumor. Kudos you to mentioned debt independence right right we're our debt right now we're at a, a deficit of seven billion almost eight billion tele yes so so it's in in uh, euros it's 231 million euros debt that we have net uh, and we yep. gain, of course, the 58 million. So we end up around 290 million euros in debt. But the expected revenue is like five to 600 million from Floria. Exactly. And a few details on Floria is uh, so in, in the beginning, Floria, uh, the area that we had was not really usable for anything. It was designed. Uh, planned the zone was planned in in the government for farming and that's it and there we did have some help from the government just like any other club Besiktas, Fenerbahce who got like Maltepe the training facilities as well uh, that fixed up things there um, but we indeed we needed the full location of Floria and uh, that's what we bought out now and so we have the full area and Indeed, the plan is to build apartments, like Yasin said. Uh, but where do we take the training grounds for the youth, etc.? Then, well, that's we going have plans to for that. Kemar Burgas, exactly. Exactly. So In a year or next season, we should be there. Indeed, it's uh, it's the plan, and I think I think we discussed about this when they showed the slides, either in the podcast or WhatsApp, because we did check the. The presentations that they had, because Dursun Özbek coming uh, for the elections, he, he did show all these plans, and he's one by one checking them off. And honestly, I don't think anyone other than Dursun Özbek and his team 
would be able to seal the deal with Emla Konot, who had the rest of Floria, uh, which they sold to Galatasaray. So kudos to Dursun Özbek as well, because it's not just Erdan Timur. And if it is, like, Dursun Özbek is the guy that brought Erdan Timur. He just mm-hmm. has a very Seems solid learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, So there's going to be a lot of good things. Uh, in a few years, we'll be debt-free. We'll have a top-of-the-line youth center with a school as well. That's their plan, by the way. Uh, it's just, yeah, great vision. Yeah, the poor part is actually putting this vision into place. That's what we, like, we've heard a lot of these steals. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Burak Elmas came and said, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But hopefully this time, the people in charge will actually put that, their words to, like, you know, fruition. But with that said, we've been getting a lot of questions about the uh, days for the Zirat Turkey Cup games because it's been canceled. Oh, hold on. Before and you go there, before you go there. Um, okay. What do you got to say? Uh, about the, I forgot. Never mind. Go ahead. It, I just lost it. <laughs> God damn it. Somebody just cutting me off. And you don't even know what you want to say. Yeah. I lost it. Even though I cut Oh, off. man. Go man's ahead. Man's got his host mode on still. Yeah. All right. Zirat. The, yep. All right. The Turkish for, uh, Football Federation came out and they said the games will be played between 4th of April to 6th of April. The exact date on which Galatasaray will play Basrekşehir will be announced a little bit later, close to the day. So if we get information on it, we will... Let you guys know on Twitter. You can follow us at the Lions Den GS. Okay. <laughs> we also have a Discord. Just a quick plug right in there. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, back to a little bit more of the rumors. Yes, yeah, the quarterfinal. Quarter final. Quarter final. Quarter final against Bashak Shade. Qu- yes. Yeah. Quarter quarter final. Yeah. Can I just right. say a little something about that? Because oh my God, what is happening in Turkey? It's like nothing is guaranteed anymore the official schedules are not right none of the reporters know what's going on it's you tweet one thing and the next thing changes and i'm talking people about say well what are you doing why are you giving us false information we're not giving you guys false information they just keep changing the dates yeah yeah, yeah. like adana demirspor that was supposed to be our friendly initially and then it ch- changed to istanbul sport right and that just happened overnight bashakshir uh f- cup game on Tuesday was supposed to be, but nothing was announced by nobody. No schedules were changed, and suddenly, bam, uh, they just cancel it like that. So uh, it's frustrating, honestly. And anything can happen in Turkey, so you don't know. Just wanted to get yeah, that the out state there. of affairs in Turkey is just I don't know. Ah, uh, it's crazy, man. But uh, yeah, Yasin, hmm. Galatasaray showing two interest. Showing interest in two Argentinian players for this uh, summer. Noted by our man, Ur Karakulcu. Giovanni Simeone, son of Diego Simeone. Yeah, that's a fairly, think about uh, him? fairly recent scoop. Yeah, for, fairly recent. He's a striker as far as I know, yeah? So, you guys know anything about him? Honestly, I got this yesterday from Ur. Uh, so it's, I don't think a lot of mentions have been out there. It's basically, I, I, I like Ur and he wouldn't just say things and he doesn't usually do transfer news, but in this case, he just mentioned like from his sources and he's not saying it's a hundred percent guaranteed, right? He's just saying in the summer transfer window, we're gonna try and get these two names. 
Giovanni Simeone. Apparently, Diego Simeone has a son, 27-year-old. Right. Under contract with Hella Verona, playing at Napoli right now. And the 12 million euro option Napoli won't use is what I understand. So he's considered as a partner for Icardi, not a replacement. And that's all the info I heard. And, and uh, Zabios plays for the Boca Juniors. He's yeah. 20 years old. Yeah, so him, I have no clue who this is. Oscar Ezequiel Zabios. A lot of FIFA boys know this. Apparently, a wonder kid, lots of potential on FIFA, playing for Boca Juniors. Uh, what was surprising is both are Argentinian. So that's the interesting part, right? And um, I don't know, we'll see. The Cardi connection. Yeah, I don't know if Yasin knows more about these players. No, I don't. And honestly, I, as much as I love Ur, I, I don't really take what he says in regards to transfer rumors that seriously. I'm not saying this is made up, but the reality of the fact is there's hundreds of players on our list going into every Good single point. transfer window. And sometimes, you know, a couple are going to leak to people who know somebody and they're going to say it, but... You'll never hear it again because it just never got to a point in the conversation, in the negotiation where it's serious, right? Like we can be very interested in, like I said, 100 players, but only a few of them will get to the point where it's worth discussing until it gets to that point in discussion from a reputable source. I'm not sure it really makes sense to talk too much about, but hey, you know, South American players, you'll, you heard me talk about many times in the past. I love the idea of it. Our, one of you know our best players this season a lot of them are south american they have a good connection you know a lot of the times it doesn't matter if they're all of the same country you know, if they're all come you know yeah from the same blood they they speak the same language and when i say that i mean the way that they look at football the way that they speak football you know not just about the actual language that comes out of their mouth but south americans play a different type of football than europeans do and you know, they, they get along that way. You, you see how how nicely Torreira gets along with Icardi and so on and so forth. So if, if we're going to do that, I'm all for it. And I'm glad that we're potentially interested in players such as these guys. You know, some of them are not going to be easy to bring. You know, that Ceballos guy, he's 20 years old, playing for uh, Boca Juniors. They're not going to ask for a little money. They're going to ask for a lot of money for this guy. He has a contract until 2026. They have no reason to try and let him go for cheap. You know, like, for example, we were able to get Zaniolo for have 15, they met? 20. Have they, have they met Erden Tumor? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Has he shown his uh, best asset? Has he shown him his best asset yet? Yeah, that's, that's a good a point, Summit. Yeah, maybe that can knock off a couple mil, but we'll see. <laughs> to be the... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Let's, let's see what happens. You're talking let's about push. linked names, uh, rumors, Transfer window in Turkey was extended, like we said last week. And it's, as we speak, the window is ending, 5th of March. Uh, so yeah. officially we can announce we have signed three players. Kaan Ayhan, Nicolo Zaniolo, Sam Adekugbe as the third one uh, under the extra foreigner quota because of uh, the disasters in Hatay. And right. uh, many, many, many rumors uh, Firmino, Mbappe, Ilkay, Di Maria. I'm sorry, not Mbappe, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's just a, a nicely photoshopped picture I saw, which was super nice with a Galatasaray jersey and a jacket he had on. 
Messi was right next to him in the GS jacket as well. Exactly. I think I like the jackets one day, more than the, the, the guys. One day, baby. Yeah. Inshallah. But um, yeah, no. A lot. <laughs> Which one of the rumors would you have wished had come true? And I like, for example, Firmino, I think we have a shot of getting him in the summer because his contract is ending. So that'll be Klopp interesting. announced that he's going to be uh, leaving at the end of the season. So it is possible. Yeah. That he comes to Galatasaray or whoever gets him. Yeah. The only one I didn't like was Hakan Chalanola. I'm sorry for the lovers, but I I don't like Hakan at all. Like, based off his national team performance, mainly. Let him just stay think, in Italy where he performs well. I think that's unfair, though. I mean, a lot of players don't play well for na- national teams. And that's not just in Turkey, either. There's, there's a lot of world-class players all over the world and as soon as they join their national team they look like half the person player that they actually are for their club team and Hakan the last season since he's joined Inter has been on an uprise in fact I think Inter are rumored to extend they want to extend him and it makes no sense for him not to extend at that age I think he'll continue to express his love for Galsai he's not shy about it he's always done it before the fame after the fame I think it's just a matter of when at this point, you know, barring any crazy injuries, any crazy drop in form or anything like that. But then again, you never know either with with how well our squad continues to improve and the bigger names we continue to bring. If the Yabanju Kurala, the Farner limit is all of a sudden removed, then we'll have less incentive to bring a guy like him. Um, but I think you're being a little harsh on him so I, mean, I think it depends on how we utilize him as well the guy has immaculate vision he has a great shot uh he apparently he's really improved on tracking back i think that was a weakness that he had mm-hmm. previously at milan yeah so apparently he tracks back he, he he plays harder i think under a good coach with surrounding teammates that give respect and demand respect you'll you'll see a different hakan that you see in the national team where he's coached by dinosaurs like Chanel Ganesh or you know Bruh. he has teammates that shoot the ship in practice you know Stefan so we'll Kuntz. see and yeah, about, mean, what, about what about him well he's <laughs> playing under Stefan Kuntz and still like I don't know I don't like it again I, I see, Stefan Kuntz is not exactly a proven coach either you know I'm, I'm not I'm not trying oh interesting the minute uh, deep dive or no I mean, I'm not. I'm not here to say he's bad, but I'm not saying he's great either. You know, I think I think Okan Buruk would demand and get a different level of performance from a player than Stefan Kunz would, and that could be across oh, many shit. different Don't levels of there. coaching. Next but thing anyways, we know, that's, that, Okan Buruk is uh, going to the national team. <laughs> hey, if he continues like this, yeah. I, I don't see why not. But then again, I think Okan is good enough to put that on pause i mm, mm. i think he can i think he can do better than that I, yeah yeah dirt first and then uh, you can go yeah he, he's no, still you gotta young, break the record at five no not yeah. four gotta break it at five baby. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> records we equalized today um yeah the 13 win streak and it doesn't feel good for me though that no. that win streak yeah, me neither. this me neither. yeah no because the 13th game is an automatic win against Gaziantep, which is today, uh, 4th of March. So we got uh, three points from that. And officially, uh, it's, a, it's another win. So it's a 13th win 
And the next one is the 14th win against Kasim Pasha, inshallah, uh, next week. That'll break the league record, and that which Besiktas currently holds. Oh, well, he, they don't hold anymore. It's We equalized it. But yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I, I just like internally, I can't count the Gaziantep game as a win towards the record. I know it just it, it's rules are rules, but like mentally, I need to, we need to beat uh, Kasim Pasha and to equalize Koya. in my mind and then Konya to break it. That's yeah. that's how uh, how I feel about it. And if we beat Konya after uh, Kasim Pasha, then then I'll feel okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Right now, it doesn't feel like you know, it doesn't feel right. Honestly, not by God's <laughs> standards. We're talking like we're champions already. Is that weird? No, but we're playing like champions. Mm-hmm. I mean, thirteen games unbeaten in the league. Come on. What else can you possibly say? And then you look into our friendlies. I think this is a good opportunity to go into our friendlies. You yeah. know, we before played... we go though, Emre. Yeah. There's two more things that I wanted to discuss. Maybe one. True. Um, Lucas Torreira is called up to the national team squad. They're going to play uh, two games. I think South Korea and Japan. Okay. Uh, Musler is not included. And the reason for that is because we mentioned it. He's injured. No. Not the injury. The reason is not the injury at all because he's banned. Oh, right? yeah, he got banned uh, from FIFA. That's exactly. correct. Exactly. He had a four-game match ban uh, on the international game, so that's why. So, I wanted to note that. And Zaniolo uh, news was that he noted that he didn't want or need a house and that he'll just stay at a hotel. Um, but things may change. Maybe he'll stay at a house because he's feeling oh. very good. So, yeah, I have a feeling. Um, yeah, go yeah. ahead. No, I mean, I'm surprised we kind of missed this, and it has to do with Zaniolo when you said that. Um, tier 2 source Salimanov actually made a tweet saying that Zaniolo will be sold to AC Milan, I believe it was, at the end of the season. And that was my next point. <clears throat> yeah, Indeed. go ahead. I think we discussed this last episode, that he's going to, Gala is going to be like a bridge. And um, yeah, a lot of people, I think, uh, no, we discussed this last week as well about uh, Milan and uh, what was the name? Del Piero. Oh, no, not Del Piero. God. We, we might have discussed the rumors, but Salim only, made, Salim only made this tweet recently. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, we're faster than Salim. We're faster than <laughs> Tier 2. We're Tier 1. <laughs> you know, just saying, just saying. You might not like my tweets and delete them. Mr. Yasin, but I'm faster than your tier two source. Summit. Nice. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, so everybody, you want to take it to the friendlies? <laughs> if, they, if you guys have nothing else to add to that, I'm sure. Why not? Nah, it's going to be dragged along if we continue. <laughs> yeah, especially you and Yasin with your Twitter debates. This yeah. will never end. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had an, uh, the Alanya Sport friendly which ended in a 4-2 win. Rashica scoring, by scoring, Berkan, Kutlu scoring, and then our boy Zaniolo scoring in that game. You guys watched it, I assume, yeah? Yeah. Of course. Uh, dude, Zaniolo, man. Man comes in, people were saying he's depressed or he's an injury-prone player. The man just goes in and just pulls a body feint of like past the keeper and scores and the keeper could have like injured him too driving me crazy um but dude 
One guy that's really stuck out to me is Bai, man. Budge Alped Yilmaz. I, I know I've been shitting on this kid, but I, I do it from love. This is what we do here. We, 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 like, we've been saying for week after week, he wouldn't be able to play either a winger, you know, whatnot, but he played striker this, uh, no, he played winger this game and he was doing great. I think he's finally understanding what it's like to be a normal functioning player on the wing. Finally giving passes, assists, his goal, man, he's like, shooting is straight at the goal I, i'm 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 starting to get impressed i know these are just friendlies but you can really see when a player is coming together in a friendly Should when they're not making the same mistake Emre? normally the friendlies usually okan experiments and we lose them quite hard whether yeah. lose or i know you're thinking like this is this like a reverse totem now we're we gonna lose against custom pusher which is our next game i i think that too sometimes it's like i'd rather lose all our friendlies and win all our league games. If, yeah. if that's what it's come to. But no, I, I think the way the team is playing right now, with how focused they are, I, I think we'll, do, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. As long as I don't give match predictions, I think we'll be fine. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what do you guys think about it? The Alanya game. Bertrand Kutlu's scoring is always a nice time for me. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I think I think you can almost couple Yasin the analysis. Berkan. I didn't he manifest anything. Into existence. I didn't. I didn't manifest anything. What I what I was saying last season was not out of my ass. Rather, it was based on his performances at Alanya Spor. Um, and you know whether you agree or not, my opinion is last season we were terribly unorganized. Um, under Fatih Terim to start the season and under Torrent you know you you finally start to saw some sort of a consistent attempt at a organization of some sort of football on the field and Barakan improved in the second half of the season under Torrent but still the team was not good his surrounding teammates were not good and he was being forced to try and cover cover multiple positions and responsibilities in a midfield. And that's not easy for anybody unless you're a world-class footballer, which Berkan is not. But that's still okay, and he's still plenty sufficient for us. Um, and now we see him under a more organized team with midfielders around him that understand their roles and only ask Berkan to do what he's actually asked to do, and he's shining. Uh, he's still not an incredible player, which is, you know, personally, I never said that anyways. But he's doing his job and people are happy with him. You know, I, it makes me happy to see him score. If he didn't score, still the same logic applies. He's doing a good job in the midfield. He's distributing the ball. He's winning. He makes sloppy passes time to time. That's fine. You know, most of our players do. But uh, I think he's doing a great job. So if he scores, I'm happy. You know, it, it makes me happy to see other people being happy about Patekan Kutlitsu because last season... You know, a lot of people were just constantly cursing at him. I was constantly hearing the the old, you know, all he does is run a lot. You know, he covers the field. That's all he does. No, it was never like that. It just seemed like that. But he's more than that. So, you know, good for him. He I'm, made I'm us. Glad he, he, he made us eat our words. And in a sense, I finally yeah. realized. You know, like, look, there's no. You can bring Pep Guardiola. You can bring Klopp. You can bring the best manager to this club during that era and I, I don't think any of them would have made it work with that team 
with the Thailand midfield, you know what I mean? That's it's fair. just yeah. completely it was completely like unfriendly towards Berkan. It would be unfriendly for whoever. Um but yeah. I want one point I wanted to put forward though, Rashitsa. Summit, you usually you don't rate this guy, but he was playing no, really well. I, you weren't rating no, him though. You no, we said he's him. a good winger. He's a bit selfish. Uh, he's a true winger, uh, but the price tag of eight million is something I don't agree with. Max four million that we're talking, uh, and then fine. But yeah, because you weren't really you 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 didn't look at that price tag because of the performance. You're like, ah, he's not that great. I wouldn't pay eight mil for him. But yeah. he was playing on the right side. But now he's been shifted to the left side, and he's scoring and he's assisting. What 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 do you think now? Would you go back and like? revert some of what you said no no still uh, left yeah. right yeah. it's still the same i think the 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 final passes um decisions he makes i'm not quite convinced there um but he he's a good player i'm not saying he's a bad player but eight million is something out of the world uh, it I doesn't mean, i i don't i don't even agree with this approach at assessing a player we didn't pay eight million yet did we no until we pay x amount of money for a player there's no reason to assess him based on that valuation you know what what did we pay for rashid i, I don't remember i think it was almost close to a free loan right something yes. like that mm -hmm. it was it was a last minute transfer and you know we needed a winger i think we should rather look at it like has he improved this team is he does he make the players around him shine? Does he contribute to the team no. with whatever role he's given? And really, you don't think he contributes to this no, team? No, I think, I think the team contributes to him and he scores. And that's what I think of him. He's like, put any other winger, like Borishal Fariumas, will also perform the same if you're like at least at a certain level. So I'd rather put, if they want 8 million, put that 8 million towards Zaniolo, for example. Or a card. Yeah, that's 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 a different argument, of course. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not again. I'm not saying we should spend eight million. Or, I'm saying instead of looking at the money, just look at his performance. And you know, are we are we happy with it so far? Oh yeah, given sure. his contribution, I I think he's I think he's doing a good job. Is, is he incredible? Again, no. Like we have inc actually incredible players on our team, but I don't think. But we should let a that over that's not doing well with us right now. Well, Yunus was one that wasn't doing well until mm. very recent. Uh, well, and Barishalta wasn't doing great either. Yeah, I think Yunus, Barish, they're both, they both had good moments, but they both have plenty of room to improve as well. And we're starting to see it with Barish a little bit. And with Yunus, we've just seen him get into his form a little bit better. And, you know, again, you're not going to have every single one of your squad players play at their peak all year round. Rashica... Had a very good time period up until the break. And after, he, he kind of lost his form. But he's still trying. He, he didn't give up. And, you know, he, he had this goal in the friendly. Um, and, you know, he, he's a good option to have. Now that we have Zaniolo, of course, he's going to... His minutes are going to get affected severely as long as Zaniolo's, you know, fit. And, hey, you, you can go even as far as to say even if Zaniolo is not fit... He probably still might not play over a guy like Yunus or Budish, depending on who we're playing and how Okan wants to play. But again, I, I don't think that should undermine his performance and his attitude towards the team. I appreciate him being here. You know, I, I think he's been good. I think he's a very solid player. And if he ever starts, I would not complain. If you know, that's how I look at it, at least. Mm -hmm. I think 
Yeah, I, I had to defend him a little bit. I feel like you were a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was asking him about the about it because I don't know. I, I like Richardson as a player. I think if we do have an option to buy him for like four or five million, I think we should definitely go for him. He's still pretty young and he's not been injured lately. And he, he could be a good rotational player for like Katam, you know, he can play on both wings. That's what I love about the guy. I love players that can play on both wings. It just provides an actual, like an extra depth to the team. Yeah, yeah. Now, max four million. I mean, he's 26. So. I'm a town, one million in between, not a big deal. Oh, yeah. You're swimming in money, Emre. Yes, we I, are. I, I, and then Shimmer Baba's yeah. here. <laughs> I, th- I think another thing to consider is, is he going to want to join or stay here if he's not granted a starting position? I mean, I mean, that's Yes, but he's, you know, he's 26. Like you said, he... He's a year or two away from another potential long contract. His current one ends uh, in two years, I think. Yeah, two years at Norwich. So in the next two years, he has to prove to football that he's worth another couple million year contract for a few years. If if he if he stays with Galside or Norwich and is a bench player, his value diminishes severely. And I don't know if he's going to want to stay here if he's going to be a bench player. Of course, if if we're in Europe. I think it's not if, it's going to be a matter of when. Then, you know, he can get more minutes and he can really shine that way. Um, But we'll see. I think it's too early to say that just because we've seen ups and downs with Rashidza and we still have another, what, like 12 or so games to go. Anything can happen. He can become our best player in the next, you know, remaining games. Um, Look, I think he he has a potential for it. All I'm saying is, if I was Rashidza, I'd rather go and be a bench player at Galatasaray and try to get into the team and play in Europe than go back to Norwich City and potentially, you know, play for relegation. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Of course. I mean, those are his only options, but just to, you know, play devil's advocate here, would you rather, in his situation, stay at Gala as a bench player or go to maybe Başakşehir or Besiktas and still play potentially in the conference league and be a starter like guaranteed 90 minutes a game bro Besiktas doesn't have him. the money man <laughs> they're buying players from this league and they're getting it for free bro come on maybe we can maybe we can, maybe oh, we can pay them maybe we can pay them like 6 or 7 million for Jetson oh yeah get Son dude they, they have don't to say the... Jetson to me bro do not say Jetson to me man I'm still super tilted with that <laughs> Quick uh, funny fact: They bought someone from Kayseri. <laughs> well, they thought well, that's the funny story. Uh, they said they offered someone uh, money, one million from Kayseri, and Kayseri said no, four million. And then they just said, "Okay, the transfer is done. We've transferred the player." Well, nobody then, agreed then, to anything. And, <laughs> and then you know what's funny, Salman, is they sent the money anyways to Kayseri <laughs> or whoever. <laughs> And then they apparently they sent the money back saying no, like this is not happening. <laughs> so now now it's going to court. And as much as funny as it is, I don't want to laugh because we got screwed about a similar situation with what's his name, Oljan Chalian from mm-hmm. Rizaspor, which is even worse yeah. because we lost a we lost a lawsuit and we had to pay two million euros to Riza of all teams. Yeah, and the player that we got in return was to put it kindly, not good. So yeah. mediocre. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I he was good. He was good until he got married with that girl. I saw it on Instagram. 
I saw they, his they puffy jacket. They were so I mean, you're always on Instagram, mashallah, bro. They, they, they were they were together for a long time, bro. Yeah, yeah, but the moment he put that ring on, and I saw the puffy jackets with the girl, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Anyway, Alanya sport okay. friendly. It was four two. Berkan scored. Zaniolo scored. Rashitska scored. Berish Alperiumel scored. And uh, Zaniolo yeah. was his first game, unofficial, friendly. He came in, 14 minutes, bam, scored. And the assist he got was from our boy Kerem. Actually, that, Kerem had two assists, no, in this game. Uh, one for Zaniolo and uh, also the assist. Well, you can you call it an assist? Barış Alper did create that banger out of nothing. But he got it from Kerem, so... Uh, back yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 th- oh, I think it's quickly, well? yeah. Just to quickly mention, I mean that the Zaniolo goal was a nice little quick breakthrough from us. And even though Kedem did get the assist, which was very beautiful, um, we had Sam Adekugbe, our new left back. Yeah, like was that. the one that the one that headed the ball right to Kedem, and Kedem was able to receive the ball and play a nice through ball. So I like and that. Even 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 after he played that through ball to Zaniolo. Yeah. Adekugbe didn't stop. He like yeah. he like sprinted. Exactly. The dude, the dude's got nice pace. You know, he, he was right there he, with he, Gomis. Yeah, he was right there with Gomis and Zaniolo, and Zaniolo could have played either one of them on a nice little tap in. So, man, what do you, you know, think of he that? It's nice. I no, I appreciate I mean, it. Like Zaniolo not passing. What do you think of that? Oh, there's nothing wrong. Why with that. would just, you pass there, bro? Come on, it's open net. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. He he. Yeah, he's he's basically a striker, you know. He has a mind of a striker. Yeah. He he beat the goalie and he had yeah. the ball. It's it's him and the goal. Why would he pass? No, no. I mean, Man almost got his ankles broken. Before he beat the goalie, he had to tap the ball. Like he didn't really have his his mind was to tap that ball forward away from the goalie and stay alive and make sure he doesn't mm-hmm. get freaking cleared. So yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> stay alive, you know, like he I was agree. getting <laughs> shot at or something. That goalie came out strong, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I would, oh, he, indeed, that's something I forgot to mention. What the fuck, dude? Zaniola just came and you're trying to injure the guy? Jesus Christ. Well, I don't think he was trying to injure him, but yeah. yeah. Both both but friendlies, friendly, actually. Bro. Both teams played very... I think sometimes these teams and a lot of players forget the idea of what a friendly is. You know, yeah. they at the end of the day, they're they're professional footballers and they're, the reason why they're footballers and you and me are not is not just because of you know our athletic differences it's also their professional competitive mindset they they grind and they work all their lives to get to the point that they are and you know whenever they they're on the pitch and they're playing anything competitive they get into it some people just sometimes lose that discipline and focus to realize that it is a friendly and i do get it mad in the situation but sometimes i understand they're just they're just having fun they're doing what they always do so yeah mm-hmm. no you know feelings. what's funny you know what's crazy it's crazy. Like Galatasaray is the first of every team, bro. This is name me one other team that they that played a friendly and had their coach leave their team after that friendly. <laughs> Tell me one coach, Barry Oli. Yeah, he left the team. He left it to the hands of Erson Yanal after that game. I don't <laughs> yeah, know if this was nice. pre-planned or not. Farioli, you mean? Yeah, Farioli, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's crazy. I, I never. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, ne- I've never i've never seen that ember that that is that is a very interesting first and to add on to that just a funny addition 
they when they were introducing Ersun Yanal at like the signing conference, you know, the presentation, uh, Farioli was there too. He like all smiles and he was hugging the Alanya president. <laughs> he was hugging hugging Ersun Yanal. Have you ever seen that? Like, no. I think I think this is another classic throw it in the bucket of Turkish football things. You know, I've I've never seen that before. The, the guy just got. I think it was let nice go. though. It, it's beautiful. I yeah, loved it, but like yeah, it's just exactly. funny to me. You never yeah. expect like, something like that to happen. That's really what Yasin's saying. Yeah. Like, you know how they always like in their contracts, they always say, oh, by mutual consent. Yeah. This is literally the epitome of mutual consent. <laughs> it's like everybody's happy. Like the dude probably already has his like next job in line. Like, yeah. here you go, Ashton. Have fun. You yeah. know, good luck. Mm. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And there was two more things about the Alanya game, the friendly Mertens wasn't playing, obviously, in neither of the friendlies because of his injury. It's nothing serious, like we said. He's just getting ready for Kasim Pasha. Don't want to press it. And Icardi's hair is black. Well, was black because as of today on his Instagram, he just told us he changed it back to blonde again, which is good because I was worried. Uh, you know, you don't want to change things when things are going well. And the Yenge reverted her hair into brunette. Exactly. exactly. They're like yin and yang, bro. It's like, I don't know what the hell is going on between them. Yeah, but they're just like, get into their relationship, bro. They're, I don't, man. I don't know what's what it is, but as long as he's happy and he's playing, I don't give a damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, when, did, when did we play that Lion game again? Was it Wednesday? I don't remember the exact date, to be honest with you. Sun, Sunday. I think it was like the day, of, day after our last podcast. Sunday, February 26th. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's been a week, indeed. Right. Yeah. Maybe then uh, Sunday today, um, Istanbul Sport, 6-0, like it's nothing. All the proceedings of the, well, ticket revenues, which was 100 tele each, uh, went to uh, the earthquake victims. And, um, yeah, well, six goals. Rashitska again, eight minutes. Assist from Gomez. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's the only... I don't know. It's Yasin that gave me this virus. Oh, yeah. God damn, bro. You just blame everything on Yasin today, aren't it you? It is. It is. Not today. Every right. day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm used to the usual banter or the slander, but that little... Uh, yeah. You got it's, that. it's okay. It's... it's just it's, let me finish up calling the names of the goals, remember? <laughs> Oliveira uh, made the 2-0... 18th minute, Gomez made a 3-0, 39th minute. Emin Bayram, my boy, 4-0. And, of course, Zanioli with the fifth goal. And then Dubois with the sixth goal. So, should we go goal by goal? Or let, let's start with the injury I thought that Kerem had. I was so worried in this game. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Please don't tell me Kerem is injured. Because it really looked like he was really crying or something, but apparently, I mean, the the foul looked bad too. Some yeah. the guy, you know, again, I don't, I don't blame the guy in this situation because Kerem was doing some like crazy shit, like the moves he was pulling behind the heel, behind the back, blah blah blah. And I guess he just faked out this guy so bad that the guy lost track of the ball and studs up on Kerem's ankles. It it looked bad, and I was seriously worried given Kerem's. Mm -hmm. insane you know form the last few games but he did get up and he did he was able to continue so thank god yeah yeah any other memorable moments besides the goals Yunus assisting twice 
is pretty good to see. With his yeah. opposite your, foot. Yeah, yeah. This is the stuff we wanted to see from him from the get-go, from the beginning of the season, what he was doing at Aldana. And now he's doing it. He's doing it in friendlies, yes. But I think this is like a catalyst for him to start working towards implementing these uh this these assists this mentality into his super league games mm-hmm. i can't because the better the more we have in terms of good players ready form fit players better for us and i'd, mm-hmm. I'd love to see you and dude he's still young he's an asset we can sell down the line the better he performs the better for us so that, yeah. i'm happy to see and dude gomez man i don't know about you guys but he played like prime gomez this game almost he was running non-stop and he assisted. I've never I don't remember the last time Gomez assisted. When was the last time he assisted? Someone tell me. <laughs> or my brain's gonna explode. But for a thirty-seven year old, yeah. <laughs> for a thirty-seven year old, he's definitely putting in respect. Thirty seven. So. Oh my yeah, it's, it's turning thirty eight this year, no? Almost as old as Summit, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> uh, it's like... Yikes. Uh, well, what's I the think, uh, Italian dude at AC Milan? He's 41. Ibrahimovic. Ibra? Ibra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Still playing as well. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's something else. But um, I, th- I think, you know, besides the goals, you know, you were asking what we can talk about. I think Yusuf, um, you know, 19-year-old yeah. Yusuf Didn't want to bring it up. Uh, Jesus no, I Christ. Think, I, I, I think we should definitely bring it up. So he he played in Let the second go half first, as then. a sub. Yeah. No, I'll no, go first. No, you can defend him because goddamn, I was watching second half with my baby in my hand and a bottle in my other, and I was seeing Yusuf like giving these passes to nowhere, and then shaking his head or like this attitude. I don't know where the fuck this attitude is coming from, but it was pissing me off so much, and I was like, I have to text Yasin. So I put down my baby and she started crying because she needs feeding, right? So we see where your priorities are. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Well, bro, I'm like, Yasin, you see that? You see what your boy is doing? You see what your Karadenis boy is doing? And uh, yeah. But on the other side, I do think we have to own up to these young players and support them in their development. Oh my God, what am I saying? He pissed me off so much. Insert Summit's like comment of you're such a belly dancer. Like this is Summit right now. Tell me not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just just shit on the kid and then be like, oh, but he's 19. We got to support him. It doesn't work like that. You you need to stay consistent. being objective. I'm I'm being objective. But, but, (laughs) (laughs) that's not being objective, bro. I mean, like if you you truly want to be objective, I'll, I'll take a turn at it. You know, he hasn't been very good for most of the season whenever he does play. You know, he's he's been he's been facing a lot of injuries, you know, consistently on and off. Nothing major, but he's been it's because injured. Because of your introduction, bro. He's a Karadinis boy, just like me. <laughs> for anyone that wants to actually listen to the transfer introduction that we did, it's uh, in the past episodes. We have like bits, so you can go and have a look at that. Go ahead, yeah, yes. those are fun. But um I mean Again, it's I I don't mean I don't want to take too much time on this. He's 19. He's been injured throughout the season. He is new to this environment, unlike our other 19, 20-year-olds that have been in Galsai for a long time, like Emin Baidam or Metahan or you. Atalai man is like retire. He's gonna retire in the benches. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot a little about him just because unfortunately he's you know he 
he was not able to take advantage of the opportunities that he's had. But you know, these these kids have been around the Galsai atmosphere for a long time. There were ups and downs, and regardless if it was a down or not, they've always understood what it is to play under the shirt of Galsai. You know, it, it's it's not easy. A lot of players fall to it. They they can't handle it, um, and they don't know how to represent it properly. Yusuf Demir, 19 years old, coming to this club. Yes, he's played for Barcelona before, but still, Galatasaray is a different... It's a different atmosphere, right? And I don't think it's easy for him. I don't think it's easy for anybody to join this club and do well right away, but especially given his age and his minutes. Um, with all that said, again, I think he played decent this game. You know, he, he did have moments where he played a bad pass. There was one moment where I really didn't like he was selfish he could have placed to Zaniolo on his right side he decided to take a shot instead I didn't like that at all but this is stuff that is more acceptable from a 19 year old rather than a 26 or 27 year old who's experienced yeah. and matured over time right so you should absolutely give him benefit of the doubt in these situations it's not until he starts doing it consistently many times in a short period of time where you can start to lose hope and then you can start to criticize him without regret then but in the meantime again i think he was involved in the play i think he we were able to utilize him for what he's good at which is playing that you know inverted winger on the right side he was able to come in and you know a lot of give and go passes with Badcon, with zaniolo whoever else was in that midfield i forget now but he we were able to utilize him a little bit better he got an assist to Emin Bidam. You know, where's the thank you for that, Mr. Emin Bidam lover summit? You know, I, I thought that was nice. It was a simple cross, but <sighs> yeah, an assist is on. an assist. Uh, the goal Zaniolo scored. That came off of a deflect, uh, a save that uh, Yusuf forced from the goalie. It was a decent shot, uh, decent enough where the goalie couldn't hold it. And the goalie deflected right to Zaniolo, who was in the right spot at the right time. And he scored. Again, it might not be an assist on paper, but it was created because of Yusuf's attempt on target. So You make uh, great points, bro. You make great points. I just wanted to butt in and just say, if this was anybody else, literally anyone else, Summit wouldn't give a damn. Because I remember <laughs> in the beginning of the season, Yunus was doing terrible and you didn't hear any of this no, from no. Summit. There was this one game he was really terrible. And, and that episode, I said Yunus was really bad. And that was the one game everyone also said, like, Listen, he should go. But away, we were blah, saying blah, that blah. for weeks. We were no, saying it he for wasn't weeks. That bad for weeks, though. Come on. Look, okay. Anyways, he, Eunice he, is 22. Like, Eunice is my boy. Eunice is 22. You're, you're I, we right, all love Eunice, bro. You're right. I love like, Eunice, that's, that's, that's Summit, bro. That's Summit. <laughs> bro, anyone that's caught up in is lives rent free in his head, bro. He just immediately links him to you. Bro, the day, the day we find out that Yusuf, Yusuf is like equals a little... uh, some uh, Yasin, that's in his mind. That's how it like functions. <laughs> that's a mathematical equation. <laughs> unless, unless we find out that Yusuf is like one percent Dutch somehow, <laughs> then it's GG's for Yusuf and his career. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like Halil either. So come on, that is true. Yeah, because, oh, because yeah. he's also Riza. Yeah, there yeah, you go. He's cut, he's cut it in this way. So <laughs> it's I, I guess, the, I guess it's the Riza Yasin nah, connection nah, in his head. Nah, it's, nah, it's, nah, it's nah. Cu the cut it Dennis hatred is greater than the Dutch Bruh. love. So. No, 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 no. I love my Kara Dennis boys. <laughs> Who? Just Who, like which cut it Dennis boy do you love, bro? You, can, uh, you yeah. can't name me one. <laughs> Sabri. <laughs> 
<laughs> see, Emery, he could have said Yasin. He doesn't even say yeah, Yasin. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Bro. You <laughs> had did. the easiest answer right here. <laughs> I did. I did. No, you you picked Sabri over Yasin. Is Sabri even cut it as it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He does look like it. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't he's even not. know. He's, he's, oh, my God. No, he's not. Oh, he's Samsung. Uh, okay, yeah, he's Samsung. He is, Anyway, yeah, no, um, great game. It was like no clenching, friendlies, six goals, like it's nothing. Originally, it was going to be Adana Demirspor, like we said. Yeah, Oliveira was also great this game. Scored a banger. Yeah, what what is there to say? Zaniolo was amazing again. I don't know, man. Zaniolo abused that Mm -hmm. right wing. He abused that. Yeah, bro, it's yeah. he's here he for one long training session, bro. He's in Turkey for one long t- training session. It's obvious this league is a joke <laughs> to him. I'm telling you, it's gonna, Demison, it's, it's not even I, fair. Nazar Demison, but yeah. holy shit, when Mashallah, you have three Mashallah. players on you and you have to fucking foul Zaniolo to stop Say him, Mashallah. it's actually ridiculous. Mashallah. <laughs> and and beyond Knock just Zaniolo, you know, I know we're kind of coming towards the end, but I think it's just making a overall you know analysis of the last two preseason game i mean not preseason i'm sorry friendly games heading into our league game everybody seems to be focused and that is so important heading into the last stretch of the season um everybody wants a jersey everybody's trying their hardest everybody is hustling everybody is putting in a damn good performance in these friendlies everybody whether it's 45 minutes you know the half that they get or 65 whatever it is people are hustling they're working together they're supporting each other and this is exactly what you want to see ahead of a very difficult next 12 games it doesn't matter if we're playing Kasim Pasha or we're playing Başakşehir or Fenerbahçe all these games are going to be difficult every single team for the rest of the season is going to want to steal points from us every single team and yeah. unfortunately i think that will also include tefefe not to you know put on the conspiracy hat or anything like that but you got to you got to expect the worst you got you need to expect the worst and this is a message to okan and the players and the fans not that anybody's really listening but <laughs> you need to stay focused you you need to You'll we need know, to bro. be you never know. <laughs> Okan's listening. Hi, Ojam. Uh, I love you. <laughs> love you, Ojam. Um, I, be, I trusted you from day one, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, um, I just, you know, the focus is important to avoid red cards. The focus is important. So if we let up goals, we, we, we stay in the game. Just the way that we did against Strabzon. We let up a goal in the first minute and we were able to fight the entire game and win that game. That is what makes you a champion. For people who watch soccer, football outside of Turkey, if you watch the Arsenal game this past weekend, they were losing 2 nothing early on in the game and they were able to win the game 3-2 in the 90-plus 7th minute. They are, that's championship mindset. And that's what we it's need. Vibes. That's what we need for the rest of the season. We've had it, but it's worrying because we've had the earthquake. People have been affected mentally. It's very possible people lost focus. We've been, we haven't played a competitive game in a month now or so, but seeing what we've seen over the last two weeks is very promising. And man, I am excited for us to get back in the league. I, I can't wait 
you know, start discussing outside you, game you, on a competitive level. You mentioned, we pl- talked about all the players and whatnot. Yeah, they're doing great, but we didn't really touch up on the one person that's making that all possible. Alcon, right? When I'm watching this team, it's actually crazy. We're, we're playing one half with a whole different team, and then in second half with another full team. But do you notice a difference between the two? I don't see a no. difference. I, the team is playing exactly how they should be playing. And I love seeing that. You take anyone out from the piece and you put another person, the team still functions like it needs to function. We didn't even have Icardi. We didn't have Merton. We didn't have Torreira in the Istanbul game. And we demolished. Demolished. I know it's a friendly. People say, you know, uh, when we were losing, I, I, what did I say? With the friendlies that we lost, it's a friendly. But it's a good way to gauge how the team is looking. Especially when you have a bunch of bench players playing. Mm-hmm. I liked how we were playing and I liked, like, because there's two types of teams, right? There's teams that work off systems. You know, Coach, if Coach John was here, he would let us know. Hope, you know, we see soon. Love you, Coach John. Oh, um, God. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So we have coach, uh, coaches that plan around the team system and then we have coaches that plan around the player build a team around a player we don't have a player that really we need to build around we have Mm. a system and i love that i love that the team presses everyone presses everyone does what they need to do they all work as a team and it's i just needed like i felt like we needed to like talk and touch up on that and kudos to burak okan buruk i call him Burak. wow okan buruk he's making this team work and i don't know any game we play i always feel confident even if we're going down one like the Trabzon game, for down in the first 12 seconds. I feel like this team has the potential to turn around against any team. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to put that in there. Okay. But go ahead, Summit. Nah, I, I just remembered we have listener questions today, so we're going to oh, yeah. have to add uh, 15 minutes onto this episode, I guess. Um, so, yeah, we talked about the Istanbul game, Alanya Sport game, and now we're going to our listener questions. Um, on Twitter, we asked you guys to reach out to us, ask us some questions or topics you want us to discuss, and we've gathered a few. First one is from Gese Limon, asking, oh, it's not one question, it's several actually. So, for what price would you sell our youth prospects? Thoughts on us buying Floria fully? Could Erdem Baba be our future president or is he more of a guy who is in the shadows? And where is Gese going to be in the next five to ten years? So the Floria question we already answered, Gese Lilimon. Um, youth prospect, for what price would you sell him? Well, that depends, right? We got Efe Akman, Hamza Akman, we Emin Bayram, Metehan Baltaja. Yeah, how do you put a price I on mean- it? I mean, we're I not. I mean, Emin's Porto. pretty. I think it's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like the player I think will get the most from the Turkish player that we, pool we have is probably Kerem. And I, dude, Kerem is underrated. I feel like if anyone mm. was doing what he was doing, they would put him on his head, put the, him on their head, and just parade him around. But since he's Turkish, because he's not Keremino, right? They're they're gonna <laughs> shit on him and not give him the respect and love he deserves. But I think Kerem will probably be the, the person that goes for the highest in the in the uh, near future. Is he a youth I, prospect I th- still? I don't think he's a youth mm, prospect no. anymore, but... 
from from our youth or from the youth i Ali should say Bilbil, i would say Imran Hankayar, uh, they're so not many. there yet they're not there yet they're not let's let's make let's make this simple and have fun with it because it is a bit of a ambiguous question so let's just narrow it down to yunus akun he's a youth prospect he's still 22 years old let's add emin baidam let's add metahan baltaja and let's add uh Jankat, we haven't really seen too he's much. But Batuan sure Shan, Batuan Shan, probably no. Batuan Shan, he's a probably Batuan. doing great. Again, these guys we haven't really seen. I was okay. Sure, we can talk about them, and mm-hmm. then um, the Akman brothers. And I think that there's a lot more, but like these are the main ones that are in the headlines in Gulf mm-hmm. News these days. So let's just throw numbers, you know. Since I think that's the question, starting with the highest, the you know, well, the, at the, the most potential. At this point, they'll all go for like between one to eight mil, six mil, like not higher than five mil even. They're young. They oh, haven't no, we, shown we, we, anything. So we, we can guess. And we can guess like future, not now. Like oh, future? Assuming we I don't keep, know. Yeah, assume, assuming we keep them and they live to their potential. Wow. Because again, it's a bit of an ambiguous question. Oh, that's say, interesting. Yeah, you know, Yunus Akun, how much do you think? Oh, Yunus? Yeah, we'll start with Yunus. Okay. How much do you think he'll go for? Like, honestly. Uh, what's the guy at Atletico Madrid called? The the small guy that Diego? Was... No, oh, no. He was always you, at what Atletico small guy? Ma- small Coke? Spanish guy. He was uh, false nine. Fuck! That looks like Yunus Agüin. Yo, are you talking about Griezmann? Griezmann, I know. Yeah, he's French, lad. <laughs> ah, Neisartuk, yeah. <laughs> oh my right. god! But no, whatever his this. price price tag is, that's Yunus oh Agüin. my god. York, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Sorry, Limon, bro. Like, Summit's... <laughs> I don't know what this guy is saying. <laughs> what about you? I I think I think we'll ultimately end up letting go of Yunus for anywhere between, like, you know, 12 to 18. Just because I think we're going to be Oha. a little more... Resp- I, think, I think we're going to be more respectful of letting him go and move on mm-hmm. rather than seeing it as, like, a huge transfer. Like, let's wait till he's maxed out. Because he's 22 now, and he's, I wouldn't be doubt. I wouldn't be doubtful he wants to leave sooner than later, and we might respect that because he's our product. So that's my guess. You know, he can go for more, but I think that's a realistic price. I don't know, man. I just feel like the Turkish market, especially Turkish players, are not as marketable as per se, like someone like Bowie or Nelson. I don't think they'll be going from over 10 mil. Unless mm. they show some Kerem level, you know, even Kerem is struggling to get offers over like 10 mil, okay? He's getting offers for like 8 mil and Kerem's been doing work for two seasons I hear, now. I, I don't know numbers, but I hear Kerem's getting decent offers lately. Well, as of late, maybe, but like I think like official, I think it was like 8 mil or something like that as of late. And uh, they're like, no, go screw yourself for, mm. for Kerem. Like you see, that's what I'm saying. We're like Turkish players are not seeing the value yet. Until we sell someone, I think the, the Turkish player that went for the most was Jank Tolson, right? And look yeah. what he had to do to, to get to that price point, bro. You know, like it's like it's unrealistic to expect players like Yunus and like Amin to go for any like anywhere over ten mil, especially over fifteen mil. But if I would say Yunus would probably go for eight, between seven to eight to nine mil, that's where I would say he would go. Okay. Um, I think for the sake of time, we need to kind of just be yeah, a little quicker I mean, with it. It's, yeah, let's it's, go. Uh, I mean, Metan, Marcao levels, 13, 15, maybe even 20. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to say anything. 
I mean, Ozan Kabak, how much did we get for him? Ozan Kabak was doing work in Champions League, though. That's okay? true, that's true. But we don't know what we'll do in Champions League the upcoming year, so. Like, if you tell me right now, like, yeah, like, Maybe I don't know, we'll but even it. then. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, it'll have a crazy uh, run in the Champions League. You don't know. That's the thing. It's a bit of an ambiguous. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, All right, next question. Let's go. Floria, we had uh, discussed. So, Adam Baba, future president, or more of a guy who's in the shadows? I don't know. I don't know. Adam more of the guy in the shadows. Personally, but yeah, that's what I think. I think it's a different role to be a president and Dursun. Uh, has done it before. Dursun has connections. Look, Dursun Uzbek has connections. He I'm has. Sure he has basically gathered. Look, but no, he gathered the whole lease and like you know he mm. made everyone like butterschmuck, right? Like yeah. we're all cool again. Everyone's helping each other out. Like Adnan Polat just came back and like part of the club again, right? Like the yeah, Adnan Polat we're talking about. So yeah, like Adnan Tumor is more the guy who just does trans. He gets shit done. Yeah, I you know think I mean? Emre kind of has a good point on the relationship and the connection side of things. I mean, I, I think Arden Tumor would run for president if he has to. Let's say it's between, you know, a specific party that doesn't want Arden Tumor and then nobody that he knows, let's say like in this case, Tursun Uzbek wants to run for president and then he's left all alone. Then he, then he might be like, you know what? I put a lot of time into Galsai and I don't think that this other side has the same vision that I do. I'll run for president and then he might, you know, then he might run for president by himself with his own team. But I think for the foreseeable future, he'll probably stick with Dursun Özbek and if Dursun Özbek doesn't do well, he might attach himself to another guy in Galatasaray, whether that's Metin Öztürk mm -hmm. or whoever it is, and be like, look, you be the face of Gala since you have all the connections and let me do this, 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 the way that I've been doing with Dursun Özbek and he'll be there in the shadows or whatever you want to look at it, but... Um, I think I think he's here to stay one one way or another, and I don't think he cares. Mm. Uh, that's the most important thing. I don't think he cares that he's a face or not. I think he cares that Galatasaray is doing the right thing as a club. And Bro, he's as he popular help. as Icardi. <laughs> People got him yeah. as their profile picks. Bro, you have you have teams of birds like the bird teams. You know, Fenerbahce and Besiktas. Th these these guys these guys probably have nightmares about Arden Tumor, bro. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Which like, yeah, them, Baba. Yeah, transfer someone me. for us. Well, honestly, yeah, we're, it reminds me of Erdan Timur and also the things he said about the basketball team when he came. And the basketball team is really doing bad, which is maybe f time for, yeah, other discussion. But um, maybe next episode I'll we'll dwell into that. Uh, let's go on further. Um, where is Gese going to be in the next five to ten years? Come on. Yes, Limont, come on. What kind of fucking question is that? Is this a job interview? <laughs> for real, I feel like I'm getting interviewed for a job, bro. Where do I see myself in five years? What kind I of animal are you? I see myself winning the Champions League. Come on. What kind no, of I, animal I, are you? Uh, I appreciate the question, but yeah, that's yeah, a bit... Yeah, we love you. The questions, Lemon. Thank you, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but uh, of course, Champions League, five time, uh, year to year, every year we win the Champions League. That's <laughs> what next Madrid. Yeah. Okay, bro. Sure. <laughs> All right. We're going to the next person, Nick Nokolombia. Nick Nokolombia. He's asking, or she's asking, how's the best way to integrate the kids from the academy into the main squad? Oh, nice question. That's uh, a good question. Yeah, I have an answer to that. Regarding the, and then, uh, what's, regarding the actual problem of Fenerbahce, how should the bosses of Galtzai react to 
similar possible chants from our fans. Okay. Mm. I see a po- po- political one and a normal one. For integrating kids from Academy, I've said this in the, I, I don't know which episode it was, but that was my main complaint about Okan Buruk. And the team that we had, um, what I said back then was when we had the 4-4-2 formation back in 2012-2013, before Drogba came even, uh, when, I'm sorry, Drogba was fine, before Snyder came, we had a fixed philosophy and a fixed system. And from top down, every team would play the same formation, 4-4-2, and whoever you took from the youth, they would be integrated easily because they play exactly the same system in the youth academy. So uh, an Aydin Yilmaz would come in and they would they would crush it because, I don't know, the system works and they play in the same system, so whoever comes in would do great. Um, so that's my view on it. I, I disagree know. completely on that. I, of course you I, I disagree. Think, I, I think that's <laughs> so silly, disagree, though. But okay. that, that's so silly because each team has different types of players that have different strengths and weaknesses. You can't... You can't compare oh, the way that Eden Aiden plays, for example, to the way that any of our current strikers do. You can't compare Efe Akman to any of our current midfielders. Like it, it's not football is not a matter of okay, this is my system and it's only going to work that way. There's always minor adjustments that you need to do with the players that you That's have available. That's how Atletico Madrid do it. That's how Barcelona do it. That's how a lot of other I, teams do it. I. I mean, maybe you generalized what you were trying to think, but I, I, I don't think that's the way it should work because, again, every team has a different system. And that's also not to say that Okan Buruk might play X system today and Y system tomorrow and Z system you know, next year. He can change his opinion all the time too. So what, then you're going to change the way that a 16-year-old plays every every six months? I mean, these guys are trying to learn how to play football conceptually as well. You know, it's, you learn to play as a system, a specific system, maybe a little bit later, depending on the coach. But overall, you know, you need to learn your fundamentals as well. You need to be flexible and play different roles and so on and so forth. You see players switch positions when they're in their teens all the time. I mean, look... You look at Budish, you know, he's he thought he was a winger all of his life and now he might be a striker. So these things change all the time. It's a matter of understanding the game itself. So I I, I think to answer the question, it's just uh little by little. Um look, if I can like put a quick simple answer to it. If your team is good, your your youth will be good. It will play good with your team. Look at last year. We had a lot of young players, but the team was horrible. And they all played horrible. Berkan Kutu, for example, you put him in this team with an actual like working system, not a 4-4-2 system, whatever. It's just a working system that you take one person out, put another, it works, right? A good system, a good team that's functioning, a well-oiled machine, you can put any cog in there, it'll work. The same goes for youth players and integrating them slowly. That's, that's, that's my quick answer to it. Just to save some time. Yeah. Yeah, just integration. A good team, a good team, a good working team. All right. Then there's a second question regarding the actual problem of Fenerbahce. How should the bosses of Galtzai react to the similar possible chance from our fans? I think he's referencing to uh, Hükümet uh, Devlet Istifa, a chance from Fenerbahce. 
And then the repercussions of that being that they were not allowed to the Kayseri sport game. Um, so if that were to happen to Galatasaray, how would we, yeah, react? How should we react? It's a, I mean, how much control do you really have? I, I think it was yesterday. Ali Coach gave a conference um, to address this, and I think he said a lot of really good things. He said. What control do we have of what our fans say? Uh, you can't, you know, put a duct tape over every single fan and tell them what to say and how to say it. You can't control it. If that's what they want to say, that's what they say. And then he put a question Isn't it out why there. Why we and have Pasolik now to identify the person? And how do you identify who is saying what just because their mouth moved when? Yeah, you know, no, I'm just complaining it, about the reason Puzzle League was brought. Yeah, it's it's very silly. And what I liked what he said was, if they were saying the opposite and they were praising the government, would you ban them then? They they wouldn't do anything. So yeah. it's it's a very political, unfortunately, political conversation. Um, but what, what can Galsai board do? Not much. I mean, they can try to have key leaders within the stands, whether that's ultra slant or whatever, try to lead the way. And instead of chanting other things, don't give opportunity for it. Chant about Gaussai. Talk about, mm -hmm. you know, sing Gaussai songs for the entire 90 minutes. Don't give people the opportunity to think about and do anything that's not related to Gaussai. That's my, that's the only way that I can think of it right now. Go to the ultra slant leader and say, look, we don't want to get in trouble. We don't want you to get in trouble. Because if you guys get in trouble, then we don't have fans in the stadium. If we don't have fans in the stadium, the players are affected. If the players are affected, that affects our championship title race. So you you go about your precautions that way. That That's the only thing that I can think of. That's a pipe dream, Yasin. And I'm curious what's to happen because it's every, every team's played twice now. Every team's done their own gesture. Every team's said what they had to say. And now it's our turn uh, next week. Right. And I was just going to get to that. Up. Yeah. Look, everyone said their piece. Besiktas said their piece. Trabzon said their piece. But they didn't go really deep into the Hükümet part. Fenerbahçe said their piece. And Gal said, you know, we got to one-up all of them. And so they're going to say something or do something with the choreography, I imagine. So, And I I, there's no rumor. way of... It might be a rumor, but I think they'll probably do something. And I think there's a possibility that we will piss someone off. Um, I personally wouldn't like to see us go into politics, but you know, if we don't, then you're going to hear it from everyone else. Like, oh, wow, you guys are government lackeys, et cetera, et cetera. And then our championship is going to be, you know, tainted by their views. Like, oh, you guys only got it because you didn't, you know, you sucked up to the government, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Dam damned if you do, damned, damned if, you, if don't. you do, damned if you don't. Exactly. Yeah. This is so there's no other way to go about it. They got us by the bulls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, uh, politics, we're end at the end of the episode, so probably nobody's going to hear us, but uh, let's still be precautious. <laughs> um, let's go to the last question, and then we can round it up. This one is from Okan KCER, Okan Kochar, I guess. And he's asking, do you think that we will dominate the next five years with the idea slash system Erdan, Timur, and Dursun Özbek brought us? I mean, what is the idea? What is the system? I would ask as well. Um, last year, we had a completely different idea, completely different system, completely different focus. 
And this year, we try again with some older experienced players, mixing it up a bit, which I think is good if you look at last year and the unsuccessfulness there. But we also have to ask, like, teams like Porto, Benfica, putting 80, 90 million euro clauses on their players and consistently being in Europe every year. Will we be able to manage that? What if, that's the thing, we have to really plan out the, the summer transfers already. What if, yeah, what will happen if Merton leaves, if uh, Zaniolo leaves, if Icardi is not transferred? Like, it's going to be interesting. If Torreira leaves, Nelson leaves. Which yeah. is a high probability they leave, so. So, yeah, how do we keep these players with us is, um, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, Look, whoever wants to stay, they can stay. If not, they're more than welcome to leave because this is Galatasaray. Remember when I was saying, oh, Jetson, but, uh, I, but what did I say? Jetson we didn't get Jetson. Us, bro. Yes, no, he wanted us, but we couldn't get him because of some, Burak you know. Elmas. I don't want to get into that, right? But mm. the point, what I said was, if he doesn't come, this is God said, we'll find someone, if not better. And what do we do? We, we Look, we're leaders, right? And where's Besiktas right now? Mm-hmm. Okay? So, as long as we keep up this mentality, as then Timur, Dusan, Ezbek put in place, we will be fine. And as long as there's no power struggle between them down the line, uh, and they like don't end up fighting, I can see this team elevating to new levels. Hopefully, like the Faruk Shuren, you know, era. I hope so. That's what I hope. Seeing, you know, championships back to back four or five years and a, a European Cup to follow along with that. That's if, you know, everything goes according to plan. But usually, usually plans don't go according to plan. Most often than not. Because people can be people. Mm. Yeah, I, I think domination um, is very possible. And... The reason for it is just looking at what we were able to do in the span of, you know, last season to this season. Dursun Özbek and Adam Tumor took over a team that finished in 13th place last season. We were abysmal. Terrible. 13th place, man. And our team was awful. We had players that didn't want to be here. We had no Europe this season. And look at the team that we were able to form this past summer with a brand new board, with a short period of time, and with the fact that we had, again, no Europe in 13th place. Adam Tumor himself said, I have players that I'm speaking to, and they're asking me, why did you finish 13th place last year? That's what they're asking him. And that this is the team he was able to make with these questions in that scenario. Now imagine next year, where some of these players are going to stay, and then you're going to have an addition of 20 to 40, some people say 50 million in budget because of the sales that they're assuming are going to happen. You're going to have Europe. And then you're going to have a board who has a full year of experience, who has already gone through the hard part of transforming the team that we had last season into the one that we had this season. Now, just imagine what they can do now at the end of this season if and hopefully when we become champions. God forbid we don't become champions, we still have Europe. And we still have some of these players with contracts. You have Torreira, who's here for three, four years. I don't know. We have Sergio, who's there for three, four years. We have Mertens, who's here for another year. Because apparently we're, I think, automatically going to extend him another year. These guys are still here. So 
the possibility is endless, but the vision is there and we're seeing it improve from last summer to this window, the rumors that are in place. I think the possibilities are endless to answer and your the question. Champions League money coming in. Yeah, and you know, the guaranteed money that's gonna come in and if we do well, you know It's not guaranteed. We still we have to play playoff games. Well, well, if you get into group stages of Europe uh, and Champions yeah, League, there's, there's a guaranteed portion of it. But you're right, that there's performance base too. The only thing that's out of our con control is how we place with coefficients in Europe. You know, if, uh, if we or the rest of the Turkish League teams suck in Europe, our coefficients are going to go down and then we're not going to have a guaranteed place in Champions League or Europa League. So... No, then, what then I you, heard, Yasin, yeah. sorry to cut you off. No, the, the coefficient for this year does not count for what we get placed into next year. Yeah, That's yeah, what I read. There's a, there's a year left. So it doesn't, there, there, there isn't, like they, they can get us to 10th place right now if they could, right? But that doesn't mean we're going to go straight into the group stages. Exactly, exactly. It, would, it wouldn't go into effect until the year after, indeed. So, I mean, this is going to, someone's going to give me shit for this, but... You know, you, you're going to want to hope that Fenerbahce, Başakşehir, Sivaspor oh, <laughs> do well in Europe. Not too well. You don't want them winning anything. But you want them to progress and get points. So when we do have the opportunity to go into Europe next year and the year after that, then we go straight into Champions League, mm -hmm. assuming we're on the projector that we're on. And that's being the Bayern Munich, the, the Madrid, the, the best team in the league every year. Yeah, they can do well, well, man. It's fine. Uh, we need the points. And uh, I mean, you can see Fenerbahce already posting pictures of our UEFA Cup uh, uh, because they're uh, through the stages. of just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, anyway, I hope we answered all your questions. Um, it's been a long episode. So who wants to sign it off? Uh, well, I started the host. I may as well be finishing it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, one more we thing. <laughs> Shout out to um, a Patreon that just subscribed. Burhan, thank you very much. We love uh, that you're a member and I hope you're enjoying what we're doing. So um, back to you, Andre. Thank you. Thank you, Burhan, for your uh, Patreon subscription. We appreciate it. And uh, today was a pretty long you know, session. We'd like to thank all of you that actually stood with us till now. Again, you guys are awesome. We do this for you guys. And if you want to reach us, give us, you know, feedback, questions like we've answered today, you can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at the Lions Den GS. And yeah, see you yeah. for the next session, boys. Yeah, don't forget Thank to you. Discord. You can DM us for a Discord you can, invite. You can, yes, sir. Hit us up on Twitter if you want to be invited to our Discord where we talk the games. Uh, we talk about video games, whatever you want to talk about, we talk about here. Mm -hmm. And we have a good community going, so if you want to be a part of it, hit us, hit us up on Twitter. Right. And with that said, thank you and peace out. Yasin, I love you. Love you too. I love See listening you to you. Oh yeah, baby. See y'all. <laughs>